Hello everyone, this is Donovan LaCroxy. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Hip Hop R&B and let's talk what's going on to in the community. Over the phone debuting, I've got CEO from Root Produce, Tristan Ming, debuting over the phone. How you doing? I'm well, I'm well. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. So do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? You are a CEO for Root Produce. And listeners, today we're going to talk about what's going on in the community. We're going to talk about vegetables. We're going to talk about fruits. We're going to talk about produce. So do you want to introduce yourself and how you got into Root Produce? Hi, so I basically got into this industry wanting to... Uh, become more informed with the industry being produce and wholesale produce. I worked in the market at the age of 18 with my uncle. I got to see the ins and outs of the trade. Um, Down the road, I realized the connection with my uncle was still available for me. So now, going forward, I was able to reopen that that door and uh, that's how Root Produce was born and uh, it's honestly a great industry it's an industry not talked about much but an industry that is well in demand um, right now especially with the essential services and everything going on you want to be able to know that you have the reliability and uh, the trust of your wholesalers so right now it's something I want that that's one thing I want to make an effort going forward to bring to my customers. So okay. as for going into the industry, my vision for the industry was that I am able to bring best prices, best quality, and best service. So this is something I'm trying to get into again and bring to the game. <laughs> okay. So where are you from originally in case? Where are you from? Uh, I'm based out of Oshawa, Ontario, right now. Um, are you, are you, what do you mean, like, as for my... Yeah, no, heritage? I'm just asking, because there are listeners. Remember, Tristan, we're going lo- globally. There will be listeners, listeners oh. <laughs> all over Canada, so we need to know where you're from in case people have questions about root produce. And how did you, Absolutely. you get the name? How did you get the name? What inspired you to say, I gotta call it this name? Um, honestly, it was my good friend Matthew Coley with the name uh, and root, with root being the stem, the root of everything, right? So just the culture, everything starts from the root, right? So that was my main thing. When he brought the name to me, I was sold instantly. And honestly, it embarks everything. It gives, it speaks volumes, right? Right, right. Being the beginning, you know, the strength. You know, as for us as humans, vegetables, everything starts from the root, right? Mm-hmm. Foundation, right? Mm-hmm. Nutrition. So, Me. that's what the name. It was all Matthew Coley. Okay. Shout out <laughs> yeah. Matthew. I don't know Matthew Coley, but shout him out. I don't know yes, him. But yes, shout- Michael, my brother Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but why can't you call it Ming's Produce? What about Ming's Produce? To be honest, that name is actually taken. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's taken. It's 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 been. Uh, there's Ming's Pro. Yeah, there's a few of them now. Oh, so you were thinking. Yeah. You were thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> when I was out before, when I was about eighteen or nineteen, yeah, we were leaning towards that, 
And um, yeah, it was already taken from then. So it allowed us to give us a little more creative space to kind of work on something else, you know. And uh, Root, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more proud of Root, to be honest, because yeah, there's more um, uh, the strength behind it, I would say. You yeah. know, there's a yeah. Uh, yeah, foundation behind it. Mm-hmm. So, I hope there's absolutely. I hope there's foundation behind it when I'm ordering my fruits and vegetables <laughs> if I have a company. Absolutely. What do you say to that for people? Because you say you're like the third, the middleman, right? So they get their fruits and vegetables instead of you know all processed. You do you want to explain more of that? Because we were talking before this interview. Yes. So basically, with the industry. Um, for most grocery stores, there's the wholesaler, then there is the logistic as for the warehousing, and then there's the grocery store. With my service, it's literally from the wholesaler to you. I'm basically cutting out the middleman, bringing it from the farmer, the wholesaler, directly to your service, whether it be grocery store, um, storefront, catering business, whichever, whichever service you offer, right? So we're eliminating all that extra preservative, anything that may be done to the product to try to preserve it longer. It's the freshness is the key, right? So that's where we go with always uh, root produce, produce, always farm fresh, and we guarantee you the freshness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Have Have you heard positive feedback from this? Yeah, uh, to be honest, a lot of people love it, and it's been something that's been on my heart, so it's great that it's actually being taken that way, so it's good. I'm glad that uh, people are not bashing it, (laughs) obviously, but yeah, no, it's really good. I've been getting a lot of good feedback, a lot of good feedback, and uh, yeah. Okay. Do you have an example for our listeners? Because some listeners, you know, they think, what's the catch to this? You're trying to eliminate the middleman. And so you're saying I can't get my groceries at the grocery store? No, you can. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying for the price, you know, mm-hmm. that I price. can offer, mm-hmm. I can allow you to get the same service with the freshness and at a better rate. So who doesn't want to save money, right? So um, and with great service on top of that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's honestly up to you. It's you can continue with the service you have, or I can offer you a service where you're saving money, you get in the guaranteed freshness and great service. Okay. So it's uh, to me, it's brainless, but it could be. It's up to you, you know, ultimately, right? But at, in these times, I would think. Most people would want to save money in these times, so... Yeah. Yeah. Most people would want to save money. So for (laughs) restaurants, right? Let's say, because restaurants, we're coming almost... And for global listeners, we're in located... I'm located in the greater Toronto area, right? So Mm -hmm. we're almost moving into stage three, right? So restaurants, what is going to be your approach with restaurants when you present root produce to them? Uh, Just exactly what I said before. It's just reliability, freshness, and pricing. That is more imperative than now, like than ever, ever, because with everything with the financial aspect of everything right now coming off of this pandemic and still being in the middle of it, 
you know, I would imagine most businesses would want to get the best price they could right now, just just so that they could save as much. Because right now, obviously, the federal government is doing as much as they can, right? But obviously, nobody foresaw this whole thing coming around. But with the businesses now, you would think, you know, hey, I can get the reliability, top best dollar, the best price, I should say, and great service mm-hmm. with Okay, so what? You know, so what if people can't afford it, but they need tips? Um, how do I keep my vegetables, my fruits? How do I keep them fresh without going through this process? Um, getting them right from the source. You know, the wholesaler. Like you know, uh, that's that. That's your best best bet, right there. You know what I mean? Finding yourself a reliable local service, maybe that would be great. Um. Obviously, right now, internationally, there were opportunities, but right now, that that can't happen because yeah. of the, the current <laughs> COVID, you right? So, you can't. <laughs> Not to laugh at that, listeners, you just can't right now. So if there's global yeah. listeners listening in America, I know we have a lot of American listeners. I don't know. Can you give them tips or suggestions what to do to keep it fresh, to keep the fruits and vegetables, and again, maybe they can't afford a wholesaler, or what can they do to kind of keep those tomatoes fresh and looking sexy? Uh, honestly, just, like I said, maybe homegrown. <laughs> homegrown, like, yeah, I, I couldn't give much else right now where, like I said, it's tough times, and really, yeah, grow them yourself, and yeah. Because the grocery stores are going to offer what they're going to offer, right? But uh, as for the import-export business, it's literally everything is kind of nipped in the butt right now just because of this current situation, right? right? So, um, yeah, that's it. But as for freshness, man, farm fresh, right? Mm -hmm. Anything local, check out your local farms. Check out, yeah, there's always, those guys are always around and their inventories are always be available, right? So... Yeah, that would be your next option, right? Homegrown or hit up the farm, something local, right? Local businesses always are the best because you know, right, where they're from. You know, you have a better understanding. When you're buying at the grocery store, it's kind of you're you're trusting the service, right? So, yeah. hoping that it's the greatest, right? So. And what you can do, you can just wash it. Okay, if you want, listeners, if you want to just stick with the grocery store, and let's say you're buying tomatoes, red pepper, green pepper, onion, make sure you wash it, take a little bit of soap, and just wash it, and then, you know, wash it down. The preservatives, yes, get rid of the preservatives. The preservatives are very, um, yeah, they're crucial. <laughs> they're crucial, and they definitely... Uh, they, they're a danger to us, right? So yeah. you got to think about your health. Your health right now, especially in these times right now, your health is key, right? Yes. So absolutely, that would be the main thing you would want to be. Make sure you're washing your vegetables, washing your produce, everything. Just making sure you're staying on top of that because you don't need, well, any of us right now, any other scares other than what's going on right now, right? So yeah. health is the key right now, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I preach for is health first, right, before anything. And what if the what would you say to the listeners that don't really wash? They kind of lukewarm wash it, take the red pepper, and just run it through <laughs> the water. What do you say to that? I'll just give it a couple seconds and you know give it extra rub. It doesn't take much, honestly. You gotta think about your health. Like I said, health is first, right? So you just take that extra second, 
and just, you know, give it an extra little scrub there, you know, keep your things fresh and, you know, just to, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to ask you a question of why do you think it's so important ownership, especially black businesses? Why do you think it's so important for black men to own their own businesses? It's, it's just something that is, it's been overdue. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like at times we can channel our energy into the wrong things. But I mean, as for ownership, it's it's almost like your child, right? You groom it and uh, you help it blossom. You know, you want to be able to say that you've built this instead of you working under somebody else. Like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with working for somebody. You understand what I'm, I'm not saying? Not everybody is cut out to be an owner. There's Everybody has their place. You understand? So as for ownership, it's for the individual to know, hey, I have an idea. I have, an, I have a concept that I need to get out to the world. And I feel like it is very imperative that, you know, you take the right steps, right? But ownership is the way. It's the way you, there's nothing like working for yourself, you know? Yes, there's trials and tribulations to it all, but there's nothing like ownership. There's nothing like, like I said, it's like raising a child, you know, you have, you go along your way, you, you, like I said, you have little bumps in the road and whatnot, but for the most part, you know that you've built that, you know? And as for black men, overall, you got to think about it, the amount of, time and effort we put into things that we don't need to be putting our energy and time into directing it towards something and building generational wealth you know that's something that there's there's no feeling like that there's no nothing that can compare you know generational wealth you're building there's nothing like being able to say hey hand this business over to your child when the time comes or and then you know what i mean you're building that for down the road Everything has its everything has its time, obviously. But like, as for generational wealth, nothing beats it. Nothing you beats know? it. Nothing beats it. And and again, listeners, just to add to what he said, not everybody again, and not everybody can be there. Uh, you know, not everybody can be a Mark Zuckerberg. And I know that's a white brother, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, not everybody can own their own business. You know what I'm saying? Not everyone can own their own business. Not everybody, not, some people are just not cut out for it. Now, my question to you is how do you juggle that and your family? Because you are a family man. How do you juggle all that, the business plus the family? Well, at the end of the day, the business is for them. So, I mean, I'm going to make it work one way or the other, right? But as for them, they're involved in it just as much as I am. So I'm always asking for their input. Like my wife is basically head of marketing and she helps with a lot of the marketing aspect of it all. And my children, I, I've involved them as much as I can. Like as for deliveries, like they come along with me to the market, they see what I do every day. And um, yeah, they've been along with me this whole journey. So I mean, and like I said, down the road, this may be something that I'm able to give to them if they choose to obviously follow in the footsteps of me to be in the business. But like these are things, like I said, you're building, it's beyond you, right? This is generational that you're, work you're doing right now for the future. So 
this is something I can hand to them rather than me say, hey, here's a hundred dollars. I can be like, hey, here's a company to run, or I'm grooming them to run the company. You know what I mean? So, and there are yeah. a, uh, there are a lot of successful black owners too. But I'm one thing I am glad is that you're getting your children involved. And what do you want to say to those business owners, black ones? And I'm sorry I used Mark Zuckerberg for example no, as a okay. white man. I'm sorry about that, <laughs> listeners. But I didn't know who else to think a black business owner. I'm sorry. Right now I can't think because I'm just kidding. There are a lot. There are a lot. <laughs> there are a lot. But what do you want to say to business owners, black business owners that don't get their family members involved and they say, I don't want to mix business with personal. Um, I can understand that because at times there can be a lot of confusion when it comes to it's it's uh, kind of like a tough area, right? Because like with family, you don't want to have to like regulate them and, and kind of keep them in check sometimes when it comes to business because business is not always pretty there has to be you know there's somebody that's at the top middle and bottom like there's always it has to be run properly right so sometimes you're not as open with family than you are with say somebody that you would have hired so you don't want to be that guy let's say right and rude so it's, it's tough but i mean at the same time too if you're going to go into partnership or you were to have family members work alongside of you, you would hope that you would bring in somebody that is understanding that, hey, there's a hierarchy to it all, right? We're working towards this. This is a goal for all of us. This is not so much just an individual journey, you know, we're a unit, you know. So you would bring in people that you would that would understand the vision of the company and eventually, you know, work towards something that, they can move up, you know what I mean, whether it be a partnership or a future venture in something else, you know. So, you got, like I said, there's a hierarchy to everything, right? Yeah. So, you got to look at when it comes to employees, you have, they have to, everybody has to know, everybody has to play their position, more or less, right, for the company to be successful. Without that, then there could be chaos, right? So. Right. So what do you say if, okay, let's say, I'm going to throw out, you do have a son. Let's say if he says, Dad, I want to own part of this business by 12 years old. What would you say to that? I would be ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would be ecstatic because more or less, we're not going to be young forever, right? No. So at the end of the day, Dad, you would love to hear something like that. You would want to be... I would obviously work towards him being more hands-on. Like, so summertimes, like during the summertime, maybe have him out more with me while I'm out and about. So he's seeing the ins and outs of the business, every aspect of it all. Because at that age, like you said, 12 years old, they're at an age where they're retaining a lot more than my son is. I have a nine-year-old and a four-year-old, right? So um, at 12, he's retaining a lot more. So you have to understand what you're doing to that seed. You're, you're, grooming him you know you're sowing into him this is something that for him now he can now pass along to his younger brother and then their children and then their children's children like you're sowing into your children right so you you got to look at it for it's you got to look at it as like a, a future investment more or less you know it, that'd be that'd be my dream <laughs> come true to be honest like having see that having him come to me and ask me that that'd be amazing Mm -hmm. Honestly.
Why do you think businesses fail? 70% of, there's an article that says 70% of businesses usually fail within a year. Why do you think that is? I think it's a lot of people try to rush the process. I think that's what it is. They try to rush the process. They, instead of taking the time to take care of the little things, they want to skip steps. And the steps are there in place for you to follow because obviously it's necessary for the business to, you know, be successful. So a lot of time, and even even with certain people taking the proper steps, it's just maybe the concept was just not successful enough. It wasn't, you know, the idea, the, the industry that they were seeing about wasn't, um, I don't know. It just didn't do as well as they thought it would, and that's 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 a lot of things in business. You know, you have to you have to know that there's gonna be people are gonna fail, but don't let that like discourage you from trying again. But at the same time, too, going into business, you have to have an open mind. You have to be able to know that hey, do your homework, weigh your pros and cons. You have to know your target industry or your market that who you're catering to, and know that hey. This may blow up in my face, but this may also blossom into something amazing, you know? So it's literally, for me, it's following the proper steps. I've worked amongst other people that have shown me a lot, of the ins and outs of different industries. So I've always been taking note. And for me, it's, if it's the Lord's will, it will be, you know? So I'm literally just putting all my chip all my eggs in one basket right now but at the same time too i have a game plan and the lord knows that from my heart's at right so he hasn't failed me yet so (laughs) are you do you have fears that maybe because earlier you said and even when we were talking you had walked away from the business once before do you have those fears that maybe this might not work um not so much that i think now if anything now i have a lot more more insight see at the time i was 18 years old and right out of high school and like like i said as for the steps there was i didn't think too much about it i was kind of just fresh out of high school and i was like just looking to make some money more or less but not knowing the ins and outs of the industry that i know now obviously i'm gonna be i was gonna be blindsided at the time but now having having time pass and gained a lot more experience around and in the industry, I have a a much better understanding of it all. Mm. And I know obviously where I want to be. And it's been on my heart. The Lord has placed it on my heart for a reason and has kept it around like the industry. I've, I've always found myself wandering back around the industry, but never really thinking about it until recently. And now it's just, it just seems like right now is the right time after now that everything is kind of settled in you know i had a, i've had a few years to kind of dabble in different industries and now it's, it's just the right time right now mm-hmm. this is this is uh the time for it okay so. so what do you want to say to our brothers that want to probably start a business what do you want to say the brothers that are owning their ish you know they own that <laughs> business black owned kings and queens what Absolutely. do you want to tell them Hey, just don't give up. There's going to be, like I said, there's going to be obstacles. There's going to be trials and tribulations, but that is all part of growth. 
Oh, just keep in mind that you have to have a game plan. Don't try to skip steps because with you trying to skip steps, chances are you're going to miss a step. And that usually is a crucial step because you think you can go around it. But more or less, just keep your head down and keep going. You know, it's the journey is not supposed to be easy, but it's well worth it. Trust me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but like, I mean, you can do it. Believe me. You can do it. We, we, we more than equipped. Believe me. We are. So what he means, keep your head down and keep that down right up. So yes. look to the sky right up and know yep. that you can do it. And what do you want to say to you? Okay, let's say, let's use the 18-year-old, for example. Well, I wouldn't encourage any kid to drop out of school, by the way. But they're passionate about starting a business. But the school thing just ain't working out. What would you tell them? Well, honestly, school is not for everybody. And and I wouldn't force school on, like, I mean, obviously high school, finish high school, but don't don't think college and university is for everybody. You you have to know what is for you. What ends up happening to a lot of individuals nowadays is literally they end up going to school for things that they think their parents want or they think what they should be doing. Instead of going to school with a plan, hey, let me study this so I can, it gives me entry to this. And we end up in a trap, whether it be student loan debt and not even pursuing the industry that you thought you might see or you were seeking out. Um, school is not for everybody. Uh, it's literally a constant thing that we're dealing with in society where people are just... And it's it's very upsetting to see, honestly, because the, the amount of debt that is obtained now from some people, and it's just... It's mind-boggling and the interest and everything with student loans and people just not following through like with things like, okay, I go to study business and people with the expectation that I'm going to go study business and somebody's just going to hand me a business. You know, it's so, it's so general. You know what I mean? It's, it's one thing that you have to know that with schooling, like unless you were going to school to become like a plumber or a electrician or something along those certifications right but as for like these general programs a lot of times us as young people we get caught up and just think okay let me just please mommy and let me go or daddy and let me go to school and get this degree but really have no real plan you know it's very much a trap you know so i would not force it on my children i mean i would rather have them show me a game plan and then we execute it together, but not to say, oh, hey, school, 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 school. No, that's not always the answer, you know. So you got to you gotta think about the overall plan, you know what I mean? So it's, it's good to keep an open mind about things, right? So. Yeah. And to the 18-year-olds listening, that's just an encouraging message that go for the business. But please finish high school. That's not what yeah. I said. Yeah. I didn't at say least, drop out of high school. School may not be for you, but at least try to finish high school and yeah, have that least. game plan. And especially yeah. to the brothers out there, yes, brothers, absolutely. don't make me call your names out. You know yeah, who you are. You get finish the school, go to school, and then if you want to own a business, no matter what it is, as I said, he's just saying, just make sure you have a game plan. Yeah, man. 
Mm-hmm. And don't be and, and don't be afraid to fail. And that's a big thing. It's a lot of time the fear factor of it all. A lot of people are walking in fear. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing you have to really rid yourself of because it's in anything in life, whether it be just riding a bicycle, uh, rollerblading down the street, anything, there's there's fear and failure in everything. But it's how you deal with it. Right. You know, I don't look at failing as failing. It's a lesson, a lesson learned. And you know what not to do next time. Right. Right. So right. you got to have to, it's how you implement these things in your life. Right. So mm-hmm. look at life as a lesson and try to, you know, change. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I have, like, don't, there's no sense in trying to redo something that you've done 10 times and fail to save like, and think that you're going to get different results. It doesn't work like that. It's, you also have to, you know, you have to change it up, you change, know. Change the game up. Now, what do you say to the <laughs> negative naysayers to the business? Are you sure this is going to work? I mean, COVID-19, your people are not going to look at the farmers in Windsor uh-huh. breaking out like crazy. And then yeah. you, what do you say to the negative naysayers that they're not supportive of this business and they think it's going to be a fail? What do you want to tell them right now? Well, the proof is in the work, right? So you literally just watch me, right? It's more or less everything... There's protocols to everything. It's I'm doing nothing different from what your supplier is doing to the the grocery store, right? It's literally the same procedure. I'm just now I've become the middleman instead of paying the middleman, right? So literally, you got to think about what you're asking or what you're saying, really, right? Failure as for that. I don't know. But obviously, right now, with COVID-19 being around, I understand. I can understand why they would think like that. But as for the reality of it all, it's it's necessary. This is necessary, right? I'm just taking advantage of an opportunity that is in front of me. But you still so, need to eat. You still need yeah. to eat. So. Yeah, and be healthy, right? You're healthy, and being eat healthy. healthy. Do you want to talk about the type of deliveries you do in case listeners want to know? Restaurants, do you want to throw the type of deliveries you guys do? Yeah, so home catering businesses, home businesses, uh, grocery storefronts, uh, restaurants. So basically, it's wholesale. Anything wholesale, um, we we del- we offer that service. Um, as for home grocery services we all i'm also partnered with cruiseway foods and they offer home delivery service for produce so smaller bundles like if you wanted a an assortment but a smaller assortment of produce cruiseway foods is the way to go and um with root produce it's more of a bulk so think of think of me as of a costco (laughs) so yeah grocery stores restaurants catering services yeah man that's i have business for you People just don't think you can order one little mushrooms from this (laughs) he already gave like if you need another link he has another link and i will what do you call it 
I'll give you all the information too if listeners reach out and say, what is it? the other link? Because I just want to order something small like tomatoes or, you know, fruits. There's another link. But this is for big people, big companies, restaurants, especially the restaurants that want to get up and running again, that they want to order from Tristan and say, you know what? I need, uh, I need like four skids of tomatoes. Four skids? Yeah, brother. I need four skids of tomatoes. I'm planning to make, well, you can't have a party, but you could probably celebrate the restaurant being open. I'm not Absolutely. talking, I'm just saying, what I'm Absolutely. just using that as an example. Cook a big <laughs> tomato soup, like a huge tomato soup. But I need 20 cases of tomatoes. Yeah. Tristan yeah, can do. Tristan is your man in bulk to talk to. Not just the one little, oh, can I have one cucumber that I drop? No, no, no. That's not going to work. <laughs> Absolutely. That's not... But what's your favorite? Like when you, um, I know you take home some of your little skids sometimes. Do you like the tomatoes? Do you like the berries? In case or what's like one that you're getting a lot of calls on? The fruits and vegetables you're getting a lot of calls on. Well, right now, being summer, it's more the exotic stuff, right? So the pineapples, the mangoes, right? Uh, always the strawberries, you know, the berry families, the blueberries, blackberries, strawberries. Uh, but mainly, it being summer, coconuts, mangoes, yeah, a lot of that. And as for my fridge, yeah. <laughs> right now, I'm just everything with, with, with the heat, going on you know you just want anything that's fresh right and yeah refreshing yes a lot of coconuts and you can take those things and make smoothies i've started making smoothies Oh, God, yeah. I love the smoothies, listeners. You can take those those berry families, the bananas. Uh, well, do you guys do bananas too or no? Everything, everything. Oh, okay. Whatever, whatever no, you can think of, whatever you can get at your local store, we, we supply well, no, 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 you, you never, hey, 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 I have to ask in case listeners ask. Oh, no, for sure. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you have any questions, go check out rootproduce.ca and you can, we have a listing of everything that we offer. Okay. So, I'm glad yeah. you threw that out there. Are you on social media too as well in case people have any questions, comments, or want to email? Do you want to throw all that out again? Yeah, yeah. So, um, Instagram. Uh, at Root Produce. Uh, also on Facebook, same thing. Uh, email info at rootproduce.ca. Okay. All right. Any final things you'd like to say in closing to our listeners? Yeah, just uh, like I said, if you're looking for a service, reliable service, great prices, friendly face, Root Produce is your, your man for the job. So give me a show. And that's local within the GTA, within Canada. American yep. listeners are, well, American listeners, you're just going to have to wait right now for a while, okay? So yeah. calm down. It'll, what do you call it? I just it'll, hope. It'll pass over. I hope your president will do more to kind of, you know, but I don't even want to get into all that. I'm yeah, just saying. Absolutely. For now, Americans, if you have any questions or concerns, you can reach out to them and ask questions. Or, if you want to reach me as well, Donovan, D-O-N-O-V-A-N, period, L-A-C-R-O-X-I, at gmail.com, and on Instagram, D-L-A-C-R-O-X-I, 
and that's Donovan LaCroxy on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, yes, listeners. I'm sorry I haven't thrown that out as much, but Donovan LaCroxy. And I really want to thank Tristan Ming for debuting. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. No problem. No problem. I thank him. And that is it for episode, episode number, episode number, sorry. <laughs> so that is it for the, ne- the for episode, the ne- this episode.